Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. with that mic in your hand. It's time for school. Rock school. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame should start to have wings Mm -hmm. because saying, look, here's 16 people, we're going to pick six, you're just making more and more people angry because Kiss isn't in there, because Judas Priest isn't in there. Right. But you let Whitney Houston in. But you let the notorious B.I.G. in. Right. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. You are? Tammy Burns. Okay. We are in awards season. Awards season is in full swing. We just had the Golden Globes. The Grammys are January 26th, or we're recording this early, so the Grammys were on January 26th. Uh, Mid-January, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame announced their six, uh, and also the Oscars are coming up. In the midst of all of this, there was yet another group of people that went into a Hall of Fame, but nobody seemed to care about it. Have you ever heard of the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Yes, I have. Have you really? I have, yes. I've asked people about it, and they go, and there's a songwriter. Do you mean like for Louisiana? No, no, no. There is a National Songwriters Hall of Fame. I don't remember where it is, though. Where is it? That's the problem. It really has not a there. (laughs) There's no home? There's, well, not yet. Is it in a suitcase? There's a couple places that they think it's going to go, and they're trying to build certain things. Oh, cool. But we're going to get there. And as a matter of fact, until 2010, there wasn't even the thought of a building. You just kind of got a certificate like the kid in sports in high school who doesn't quite letter, but they get a very nice piece of paper that says thanks for playing. I would have thought it would have been in New York City. You would think now, wouldn't you? Mm -hmm. It's not. Except maybe there's going to be a museum. I'm going to get to that. This year, we have the six people that were announced. They did it on January 16th on CBS This Morning. Here's the 2020 class, Mariah Carey, the Isley Brothers. They don't do it as individuals. You can go in as a pair or a trio or a quartet or what have you. The Isley Brothers, the Eurythmics, Mm -hmm. also Steve Miller, Pharrell Williams, Chad Hugo, Rick Knowles. Rick Knowles writes with Lana Del Rey. And the Motown great Mickey Stevenson all goes in. That's their six for this year. And I thought to myself, you know... I care a little who's in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Let's, in the same way that we attack the Juno, and, you know, let's figure out the Juno. How does it work? How do you get in? Right. Let's do the same thing for the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Do it. And if it wasn't for us, people wouldn't learn about it. And that's why I say, thank goodness this show exists. Oh, yes, indeed. We're going to play something from every year as long as we keep going back to 2010. If we can get the whole way, that'll be great. Steve Miller went in this year, so we'll play one from Steve Miller. Here you go on Rock School.
Okay, there you go. There's Steve Miller, who is going into the Songwriters Hall of Fame this year, to which, when we got off air, you just kept on. Isn't there a building? I'm positive there's a building. There has mm-hmm. to be. But like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, there's got to be a building has somewhere. To, or a room. 2010 is when there was first some semblance of a physical place to go. Before that, you received a certificate like the kid who played sports in high school but didn't quite let her. Got that really nice blue sparkly piece of paper. Thanks for showing up, Jimmy. The the um, uh, Songwriters Hall of Fame right now has a wing inside of the Grammy building in Los Angeles. Yes. And and you mentioned New York City, the basement Mm -hmm. of the Brill building. Bingo. Hello. Right. Is right now being turned into a museum. But still, there's just this little wing inside of the Grammy building. Yeah. And there really is no such thing as a hall just yet. But apparently there is going to be one fairly soon. And by the way, as I mentioned before, a lot of these you got to go in as an individual. Right. That's not the case at all with the Songwriters Hall of Fame. You can go in as a, a duo, a trio. Let me give you some here. Rodgers and Hammerstein, mm-hmm. Burt Bacharach and Hal David, Lieber and Stoller, John Lennon and Paul McCartney, Goffin, King, Barry Mann, Cynthia Wheel, Holland, Dozier Holland. There's a trio for you. Elton John, Bernie Toppin, Glenn Frey and Don Henley and all the Bee Gees in one fell swoop. Ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Yep, they can all go in as one. When did it start? Well, how about 1969? Johnny Mercer, also publisher, songwriter Abe Ullman, and publishing executive Howie Richman decided, look, there's the Oscars, there's the Grammys. We, we got to do something for songwriters. Yeah, and it started, I agree. Right, I, my guess is it started in a bar and somebody wrote something on the back of a cocktail napkin and that's where it started. So we'll continue talking about the Songwriter Hall of Fame here in just a minute, but... We talked about Steve Miller in 2020. Go back to 2019. Six. Six go in each year. But Cat Stevens was one of the six. If you want to see the list, it would just take me too long to read all the names. Cat Stevens went in in 2019. So here's a song by Cat Stevens on Rock School. Well, if you want to sing out, sing out. And if you want to be free, be free. Because there's a million things to be. You know that there are. And if you want to live high, live high And if you want to live low, live low Cause there's a million ways to go You know that there are You can do what you want The opportunity's on 
And if you find a new way You can do it today You can make it all true And you can make it undue You see Ah, it's easy Ah, you only Well, if you want to sing out, sing out And if you want to be free, be free Cause there's a million things to be You know that there are, you know that there are You know that there are, you know that there are You know that there are Talking about the Songwriters Hall of Fame this year, we're going to talk about the critiques of it, the criticism of it, and then the good things and how you can become a voter. Yes, you, you, Tammy what, Burns, me? can become a voter in this because it's always the question of who in the world votes for the American Music Awards? Who votes for the People's Choice Awards? Exactly. Who votes for the Grammys? Who? Right. It got me. I actually know someone who votes as part of the Grammys, but he can only vote in certain categories, and I'm trying. I I don't have a yes out of him yet. Right. But, you know, in June, we do all those interviews in a row. Yes. We can hopefully get him on to talk about what it's like to be a Grammy voter. Are they sworn to secrecy? I have no idea. I don't know if it's part of the Illuminati or anything like that. It says here that even though 1969, uh, Johnny Mercer, Abe Oldman, and Howie Richman started the Songwriters Hall of Fame, what makes them a little bit different is they're not just a place that hands out tons and tons of stuff. Here's your statue, go away. And, you know, because they don't have a a ceremony, because they're not televised, it's not anything that the people of what would you think the the music industry would lose their mind over it's right, not, it's not right. anything they're like my goodness i hope i can get into this thing it says here they're involved in the development of new songwriting talent as well workshops showcase scholarships as a matter of fact if you wish to be part of it you certainly can simply go to the google and look up songwriters hall of fame workshops or just head to their website which by the way is songhall.org Okay, so if you'd like to know who's in charge, it's the guy who's in charge of Chic. He's the one that's in charge. Niall Rogers is the person that set it up. They have a ton of scholarships. They give away a lot of money to people who want to become musicians and a lot of people who want to do well. There's the, uh, what is it, the NYU Steinhardt Songwriting Scholar Award. There's also the Holly Award, which is named for Buddy Holly, which goes to a student who submits the best song. And if you go to their website and you look at who has won a scholarship, it goes on and on and on and on. So I am more, more, more sort of standing behind the Songwriters Hall of Fame because it sounds like they're interested in getting more people out there rather than just selling the latest Justin Bieber song. All right. We've done 2020. We've done 2019. Let's go to 2018. Cool and the Gang went in. Who is the lead guy? Well, Robert Cool Bell. Here's Cool and the Gang on Rock School.
Okay, coming into the first break, I, I said in the last break, you know, who votes for the yeah, Oscars? Who are these who weird, vote, who weird are these people, people, right? And by the way, it's the American Music Awards. I'm an American. How come I don't vote for it? Well, if you'd like to vote for the Songwriters Hall of Fame, you can. Here's how you do it. Pay money. Yay! No, come on. Yeah, you can be a non-voting member for just $25 a year. This is just for the up-and-coming songwriter to enable them to participate in all their educational programs. So you want to go to these workshops and all of that, got to give them 25 bucks a year. That puts your name on a list, and that gets you into these things. Okay? Does that... Okay, so you can vote for the 25 bucks. Right? No, 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 no. That's okay. a non-voting membership. All right. What's all a voting right? membership? If you'd like to be a voting membership, quote, professional... I don't know what that means. 50 bucks a year. Executive is 100 bucks a year. And that gives you the, the same voting rights, but it also has what they call preferred benefits. I, I think that means you get the whole Coke when you fly on an airplane. Ooh. And then there's a lifetime membership of 1000 bucks. You play it one time, pay it one time, and you're done for the remainder of your life. No. And I'll tell you why they've done that, because they know working musicians could mm-hmm. not scrape together $1,000 if Never. their life expended on it. Uh, it says here, to qualify for voting membership, you have to be a member of the Performance Rights organization you have to be employed as a music professional and if you're affiliated with ASCAP BMI or CSAC you are required to provide your IPI CAE number then you can have the let's thousand sign bucks. you up I'm not a member of a PRO I'll pay for it let's let's I'm do it I'm not a member of a PRO how do we get you into a PRO you know PRO? I say that I think my music is on BMI I think I clicked that see, one time so see. maybe I will so uh, and by the way if you indeed give this money they are a 501c so all the money you give is tax deductible it could be your birthday present i don't want that for my birthday Why? present you have the chance to participate in membership only showcases if you are doing that also workshop and programs and if you decide to become a lifetime member guess what you get to go to the dinner where they give out the awards really yeah and guess what you get to do pay for for pay, a tux and, and eat pay a, your way out there and pay a, the place to stay in. <laughs> eat a rubber chicken dinner. I you probably remember this. Uh, early, early, early. This was this got to be ten years ago. I was up for an Emmy for something I did on the I college remember. station. Yes. And I'm thinking an Emmy. This is going to be great. It cost me five hundred dollars. I had to get a suit. I had to get down to Orlando. I had to pay for a room. It was five hundred dollars, and I lost. Yeah. I remember. Uh, who's listening to us? W-Y-N-O, SUNY Oswego. Yes, they are. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Okay, coming out of the break, 
when you go and look at the Songwriters Hall of Fame, there is indeed the exact same thing that it kind of makes it look like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Look, in November, here uh-huh. are the 20, 90, 30, 70, 12 people. I think it's 12 people. These people all can be in. They were nominated by the voters. Right. We're going to knock it down to six. And by the way, we're going to talk about what the there are rules to voting, too. Oh, so we're going to talk about okay. those rules to voting in a little bit. But it's one of those where in November they all come out, we learn about it in January, and then they are inducted in June. However, outside of those six, and mm-hmm. by the way, this is what I think the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame should do. Okay. It's, it's, they have not kept up with the times. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame should start to have wings mm-hmm. because saying, look, here's 16 people, we're going to pick six. You're just making more and more people angry because Kiss isn't in there, because Judas Priest isn't in there. Right. But you let Whitney Houston in. But you let the Notorious B.I.G. in. Right. So what they should start to do is break out. Look, you want to have rap in the hall? Mm -hmm. Make a wing and say this is rap. Good idea. Make a wing. This is punk. Make a wing. This is heavy metal. Nice. Make a wing. This is soft rock, you know, from James Taylor and things like that. I just think that would work better. And if you want to expand it out even farther, mm-hmm. take the heavy metal wing and put it in Bedford-Stuyvesant, New York. Oh, I agree. Take the punk wing and put it near CBGB's. Take the you know progressive or heavy metal wing and put it in London or put it in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. So you, you're just not keeping up. This Heck, is the you know what what's I have. That? A, take it one one step further. What's that? Put it on a bus. Send it all across the U.S. and what other country they want to go to. Make it a traveling museum. Traveling museum. I think that'd be wonderful. So what this uh, Songwriters Hall of Fame does, which I think is neat, it's almost everybody wins a trophy day, Mm -hmm. but it's not just the six people. There are tons and tons and tons of smaller secondary things you can win. I'll give you a few of them. The Abe Oldman Publisher Award. He's one of the uh, ragtime performers, and he's also a founder of it. He was the head of ASCAP for a while. If you win this, you have showed or created or been responsible for a substantial number of songs. Barry Gordy has it. Don Kirshner has it. Alan Klein has it. He's from the Rolling Stones and Abco Records. Right. There's the Board of Directors Award. And again, this is not the six people that go in. Mm-hmm. These are all additional people. And this is what I think the Rock Hall should have. The Board of Directors Award is just an individual, high, high up. And by the way, Songwriters Hall of Fame. Yes. They call themselves the Schaff. S-H-O-F, Songwriters Hall of Fame. Okay. The Schaff. It's in recognition of a person whose service to songwriting community and the advancement of popular music. Um, Who's on here? Jules Stein, who wrote uh, Funny Girl, Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. Thomas A. Dorsey, who's the gospel composer. There's the Contemporary Icon Award, which was started in 2015. And this is another nice thing about these. You don't get one every year. You only get one when somebody indeed meets the criteria of it. So this Contemporary Icon Award was created in 2015, and only Lady Gaga has won it. That's it. Wow. No one else has, because they don't think anyone has risen to the level You know of what? It. What's now that? I believe this should be at the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So do I. Again, make it a wing. Make it its own wing. There's yes. a There's a section of Cleveland called the Flats mm-hmm. that sits against the river that has caught on fire six times. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, six times, not just the one time, burn on Big River. 
It's it's almost abandoned. It looks like a Scooby-Doo ghost town. Buy it. Uh-huh. And put the stuff in there. What do you think? Put the stuff over in the flats? Put and... the put the heavy metal over there. Put the wrap over there. And oh, then okay. get a ferry. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm way off topic now, but get a ferry yeah. that'll take people from the flats to the hall gotcha. and from the hall to the mm-hmm. flats. What do you think? I, I like it. I can be dressed up and clean in about a half an hour to present it. All right, we got to play something. We've already gone through four years. Let's play yet another one. Peter Cetera went in in 2017. Here's one from him and Chicago here on Rock School. Coming into the bottom of the hour, let's give the names real quick. I'm Joe Burns. Tammy Burns. We were talking about all the secondary little awards that people can win. There are awards for what they call the towering person. And this is another thing I think the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame should do. Okay. You should keep the Rock Hall. Mm-hmm. And that's for the cream, 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 cream of the crop. Like, I think that, that Kiss should go in there. Mm-hmm. And you say, well, no, Kiss is heavy metal. No, they're not. They're a pop band. Mm-hmm. They're a hard rock pop band. But they have done more than just say, look, I want to go into the hall. What they should do is put people like that in that have become part of the common vernacular. Absolutely. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, they have these towering performance awards. Mm-hmm. And they have, and this is the one I'm interested in, the towering song award. What the heck? Right. These are songs that have not only been popular, but have altered the course of culture. I'll give you a give couple. Give me, give me, give oh, me. Oh, yeah, yeah. As Time Goes By, Happy Birthday, The Christmas Song, Fly Me to the Moon and Let Me Play Among the All of Me, Why Not Take All of Me, You Are My Sunshine, You're a Grand Old Flag, You've Lost That Love and Feeling, When the Saints Go Marching In, Yeah. Give You a Few More Here, Take Me Out to the Ball Game, mm-hmm. Moon River, Bridge Over Troubled Water, It was a very good year. Oh, if you don't know that song, find Frank Sinatra's version of It Was a Very Good Year. Uh, Change is going to come. Oh, yeah. Over the rainbow. uh, Rainbow. And what a wonderful world. There's more, but those are the ones that just yeah, jumped out at me. Those are very much USA songs. Oh, I like that. And what's a USA thing? I know. Know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. Let's do seven days and 70 seconds. Here are the rock and roll dates. February 10 all the way through February 16th. Tammy, Monday, do it. I can't. You have to. It's part of your contract. I don't want to do this. February 10th, 2011, Rebecca Black uploads (laughs) 
<laughs> it's, it's Friday. Friday. It's, it's Friday. Friday. Got to get down on Friday to uh, YouTube, and it becomes a huge smash. The thing about it is, I actually have to get down on Friday. February 11th, 2012, Whitney Houston is found dead in a bathtub in a Beverly Hills hotel in Los Angeles. She was to perform later that night at Clive Davis's Grammy party. February 12th, 1956, screaming Jay Hawkins records, I put a spell on you. Because you're mine. February 13th, 1967, and 1970, Dolly Parton and Black Sabbath, respectively, <laughs> released their debut albums, both named after themselves. Wow. <laughs> February 14th, 1992, Wayne's World is released and we all learn what Alice Cooper does backstage. It's Milwaukee, which means the Milwaukee. good earth. February 15th, 1987, Ben and Jerry's introduces Cherry Garcia. My favorite. February 16th, 1975, CBS Television gives Cher her own variety show a year after the demise of the Sonny and Cher show and my parents loved it. It. Not a little bit, a lot of bit. In 2016, Tom Petty goes into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Here's Tom on Rock School. Second break. Okay, we've been talking up the hall and all the things I like about it and all the things that I think should be done for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right. There is no such thing in this lifetime anymore, thanks to social media, that isn't upsetting some human being somewhere. This has been going on a long time. Whatever you do, someone on, on Facebook, someone on Instagram, someone on Twitter is upset. Do you believe, Tammy that a very small portion of the United States is pushing the society forward? Or do you believe this is really what society thinks, what was coming out of these things? Uh, mm -hmm. I think it's small because I don't go on uh, Facebook very often. But your society is still changing because of what these people say. We, exactly. Yeah. But I think it's a small portion of people saying it. I love talking to my students about that. What, are, what the, do they think? Well, they're of the opinion that popular opinion, the idea of public opinion, mm -hmm. is, you know, it's Twitter. It's this kind of thing. It, it's, it's done by social media. And to which I tell them, look, it's not. Public opinion is given to you far more than culled from all of us talking. What you have is a leader, an opinion leader, yeah. and those that follow. Do they not believe that they're all being led? No, they don't. Every person believes they're an island unto themselves, <laughs> and then they eat a Snickers bar because they thought the commercial was cute. Aw. Right, See, right, that, right? That's why I don't like Facebook and all those things, because I, I believe it's totally yeah. leading people. Oh, I love it. I love well, I know it. you do. Because I want to lead people. 
Here are the criticisms. I did all of that to get to this. Mm -hmm. Here are the criticisms that I found about the Songwriters Hall of Fame. The inclusion of Lennox, Annie Lennox, and Mariah Carey this year helps to address what they call a gender imbalance in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. And again, I see, I kind of agree with all of this. Mm -hmm. Knock it off. It, it can't, there, there are more women in the world than men. So it can't all be men who are succeeding. So this whole thing where it's eight men to one woman or to two women, you gotta kind of force it a little bit. Well, you you gotta you also have to look at uh, history and what was happening at that time. That's right. That's right. Were there a ton of women writing songs at that time? No, no there weren't. There but weren't. probably because of a patriarchy. Yeah, and, but, but and you it, can't you can't go back and say, well, you were, you. You correct it from this point on, right? Well, you correct it from this point on. Right. You can't change what can't history change. was. So it says here there are 439 people in the hall and only 31% of them are, 31 of them, period, 7% are women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, see, gotta, that's got to change. That, that has got to change. To be nominated, you've got to have been making music for at least 20 years. That's from the published work. Now, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is 25. Nominees are announced in November and named in January. And like the Hall, many are nominated. Only a few get in. In fact, this year, the nominees were the Neptunes, Mariah Carey, Journey, Annie Lennox, Dave Stewart, Isley Brothers, Outkast, R.E.M., Patti Smith, uh, Gloria Estefan, David Gates, Vince Gill, Beach Boys founder Mike Love, and Steve Miller. So they didn't all go in. Voters have until mid-December to make their decision, and they must pick three in the songwriter category and three in the performer slash songwriter category. And it is my opinion that, yeah, I think you have to make a point of, look, look at the women. Look at them. Don't immediately go to the men. If, if the woman has the ability to get in, make sure that she has met an account. And then I think you have to, you got to kind of push to make it equal. Yes? No? You no, don't believe No, I it? don't think so. Don't you really? No. Oh, no. I think no. you've got to do some changing. You've got to do what's best. Who is the best person to go in, male or female? Don't give me anything just because I'm a female. Come on now. Really? You don't want flowers just because you're a female? No. How about Taco Bell? I've told you I don't want flowers because I can grow them in my garden. Taco Bell. I love Taco Bell. I knew that. Who's listening to us here on the Rock School Radio Show? KRTR and KTRL, Steubenville, Texas, Tarleton University. Rock School. Go Tarleton. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Okay, coming out of the break, once again, we talked about the idea that there are a ton of secondary awards. Here's a few of them uh, uh, that you might be interested in. Hal David Starlight Award. 
Okay, who's Hal David? You know who Hal David is? No. He wrote a lot of songs with Burt Bacharach, and he had a big association with Dionne Warwick. Ooh. Walk on by. Wow. They started giving it out in 2004 before there was even a dinner to do it, and they give it to gifted songwriters who are at the apex of their career. So if you're at the apex, that means from this point on, it's all downhill, kids. Rob Thomas got it, Alicia Keys, John Legend, John Resnick, uh, Jason Moranz, Drake, Neo, Benny Blanco, Nate Ruse, Nick Jonas, Ed Sheeran, and Halsey have all won said get-together. Give you one more, the Howie Richmond Hitmaker Award. Howie Richmond is a guy that created the Richmond Organization, and he it was an independent organization, and the whole purpose of it was to push the music that the major three PROs weren't doing, ASCAP BMI. Although BMI was interested in rock and jazz and that kind of stuff, but he wanted to push stuff that was kind of outside of the mainstream. Uh, But when you look at the people who have won this, you kind of shake your head. Michael Bolton? Really? Yeah. Gloria Stefan? Okay. Diana Ross, Natalie Cole, Johnny Mathis, Dionne Warwick, uh, Garth Brooks, Clive Davis, and Murray Tom Jones, Phil Ramone. We got to play a song. (laughs) Let's take a look at the listing here. We're all the way down to 2015. Cindy Lauper went in in 2015 as Mm -hmm. a songwriter. How many hits has she had? Oh, a ton. Cindy on Rock School. on Rock School. What do you think of the Songwriters Hall of Fame? I like it. Would you... You don't watch the Oscars. Only I guess you only watch them because I watch I do. them. Mm-hmm. Do you even care for the Grammys? Not not no, much. I and don't... especially after all the scandal that's been going on. It's oh, even I less agree. now. There is going to be a book that comes out that is going to be spectacular. Yeah. I don't know when, but it's coming. I'm guessing within a year. It tastes kind of nasty right now. It does. It's got a bad taste in the mouth. American Music Awards, do you care? Uh, a little bit, but not too yeah. much. Yeah. Uh, People's Choice Awards, do you no, care? No, no, no. There's a lot of music awards I don't really much care about yeah. because I think there's their marketing ploys. Mm-hmm. This 
always this songwriter hall of fame does not sound to me like a marketing ploy it right. sounds like it was created by people who are in the business because you know what we need a reason to get together once a year yep. drink a whole lot to eat a rubber chicken dinner and Woo-hoo! give people some certificates hey thanks for coming out there's one more major award i wanted to tell you about it's, it's the a johnny- major award it is it's a major award they give away a lamp that looks like a stripper's leg johnny they don't johnny mercer award it's the highest honor bestowed at the event the Johnny Mercer Award is tip top. It goes to writers already inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. So you can't even go up for it unless you're already in. Yes. And they've established a history of outstanding creative works. Tell you a few that are in there. Paul Simon, Billy Joel, Lieber Stoller, Carol King, Jimmy Webb, Stevie Wonder, Smokey Robinson, Chris Christopherson, Dolly Parton, Paul Anka, Holland, Dozier, Holland, and Phil Collins. Gracious. And so that what wraps a good that group up. of people. I would like it. Even if they didn't do it on ABC, NBC, CBS, mm-hmm. I would be nice if some small, like the Access Channel, the yeah. AXS, the Access Channel, give them three hours on a Saturday night and go ahead and show the songwriters. I think the problem is it would be a lot of people that people don't know. Yeah. Because they're songwriters. They're not the artist. They're songwriters. Heck, there's so much film out there now. Just, you know, someone from Netflix, just film it and put it up as a documentary. I think it's a good idea. It's, if, Nef- if if access or people don't want to do it, uh-huh. Netflix apparently has money to throw at stray dogs. So give give the money and, and put it up on Netflix. Yep. The, the 2020 induction of the Songwriters Hall of Fame. See and let who people wants choose. to see it. Yeah. I would watch it. I would watch it. And I could zip through it if I wanted, get some people to perform, and we're, you know, rock star all good so that's going to wrap it up uh we have a few more here i went through 2015 2014 ray davies went in joe perry and steven tyler went in in 2013 2012 bob seeger went in 2011 leon russell went in and in 2010 al mckay went in al mckay is of earth wind and fire i don't know why but i want to play bob seeger it's her strut that's going to wrap it up i'm joe burns i'm tammy burns that wraps it up john class is dismissed 